Alright troops, gonna give a quick heads up that what you're about to pipe in your lugs is the glacier ramblings of twa numpties needs us. So I didn't complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the brobrich nicht and nicht and didn't be a fear we're bearing, alright? Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. It's um, it's Jasbo time of night. And when Harrison the Owl takes flight. Boy, that, those can't be the words. It's the not the first verse. <laughs> oh God, is there a Harrison the Owl? I think so. <sighs> Marjan <laughs> said something in the car the other day that made me extremely furious, and it was that I didn't like jazz because I never listened to it. I didn't listen no. to enough jazz, and no. I don't. I still think she doesn't understand why I got so mad because I then ranted a lot about Jazzbo and all the time I spent listening to. Uh, and then I started going, "It's Jazzbo's time of night." And then uh, I told her, "Don't ever talk to me like that. Don't ever say that to me." Um, because I was forced. It was it was forced upon me by our oh, weird gosh. father. Can no one have written down <laughs> the lyrics to the jazz- the lyrics, <laughs> Jazzbo theme song? I've now learned that he spelled it B-E-A-U-X, oh, according to some people. Clever. clever. Uh, Jazzbo's Purple Grotto. I do remember I do remember the Purple Grotto being in the song, but I do not remember Harrison the Owl. <laughs> I think that's the name of his fucking owl. Why did he have an owl? I don't know. Uh... It's not a real owl. Anyway, nobody accused me of not having heard enough jazz. I don't want to fucking play that game with you. Not going to do it. I'm not ignoring you. I'm listening to something on YouTube, but not the YouTube that you can hear. (laughs) You're trying to figure out if that's the right song. Yeah. Is it? It's a different song. How many Jazzbo songs can there be? That's, That's tough. Uh... Anyway, when the Purple Grotto one. show comes on, the music is out of sight. I do remember that. We'll Roses have... are red, but the grotto is purple. <laughs> it's true. It is very repetitive. It's redundant. Dude, you already told us it was the Purple Grotto. Like, why are you going to go back and tell us that the grotto's purple? I know. She doesn't understand, uh, I think, that there's no kind of music that you haven't been overexposed to. That's right. Exactly. Like, she'd be like... You know, your problem, Matt, is you just haven't listened to enough Hawaiian music from oh, the 40s and yeah. 50s, and yeah. you'd be like, fuck nah, that. fuck you. That's right. I would be <laughs> violently angry. I super have. <laughs> I, Guess what? I have opinions about whether Jan and Dean or the Beach Boys are better. You know how um, they test like a PlayStation controller by pushing all the buttons 150 million times or whatever? Yeah, that's why it's better. That's why those buttons work better than anything on any other device. Yeah, or like the cheap controllers you get off Amazon that only cost twenty dollars instead. Oh of yeah, 60. don't get a Mad Cats. And the stay fucking, away from Mad Cats. The buttons break after like three weeks or whatever. Yeah, I, that was me for every kind of music. Yep, just tested a hundred and fifty million times, and yeah. you obviously. 
I don't know what kind of music her parents listened to and therefore made her listen to growing up. Maybe no music. It could be. It could have been a religious thing. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, listen, were we exposed to all kinds of jazz equally? No. Uh, <laughs> we didn't hear too much ragtime. I'm not saying no ragtime. No, no. Because we definitely heard some ragtime. <laughs> yes. Um, but we know our dad had opinions about jazz, like he had opinions about every other kind of music yes. and we got to hear the ones that he cared about and also whatever jazz bow played. Yeah. I mean, look, he considered himself the Pope of music and he committed Catholic church level crimes on us because of look, it. We, we lived in a small apartment with too many people <laughs> and also there was no internet or devices. So oftentimes we were all subjecting each other to our media of choice. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I've heard a lot of jazz. Also, I've heard a lot of whack job conspiracy theories <laughs> from when Dad would be listening to Dave Emery. Yeah, oh yeah, yep. God. I'm sorry, this isn't supposed to be family talk. It's... I would have to get up before high school and Rush Limbaugh would be on. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, do you man. remember, Matthew, I've, like, when America was held hostage? I do, for however many days it was. It ended for up being the entire lot. Clinton presidency? It ended up being a lot of days. It was many days. It was over 2,000 days. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. God, but I hadn't remembered until you said that. Thanks. Fuck. This is a real microwave pancake situation just all <laughs> over again. This is why, uh, this is a, the type of podcast that only brothers can do to each other. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Inflict the worst crimes. Uh, yeah. Yes, the historical crimes. So please don't accuse me of stuff like that. I might pull the car over so I can shout without crashing. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, Marsha, when you listen to this, uh, maybe you can do a better job of searching. But the fact that I knew that uh, Jasbo's time of night is when Harrison the Owl takes flight <laughs> should tell you. Though we did listen to quite a bit. <laughs> Why did he have an owl? None of this was really was sitting in a studio. There was no purple grotto. I, I get that. I just, why is this part of the story? Why did he have a, a f owl friend? What's he happening? He had a rich fucking backstory. He did a lot of world building. That's true, actually. He would have scored very well on the rubric. And then he probably only, only played the one jazz song I like, Take Five, twice a year. <laughs> You'd, you'd be like, oh, hey, that's not so bad. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I like this one. <laughs> but hardly ever. I wanted you to do it for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even start this at the start of the song. Uh, which, hard as to you tell. know, goes. <laughs> it's in five five time. Oh, that's why it's five, take five. Time, not it's not yeah, named yeah, after five. a candy bar. No, I don't know if that candy bar existed then. This was pretty <laughs> early in the jazz era. Uh, that's by the way, it's because of that freeform station I'm always talking about that Marjan loves so much that someone was just doing a jazz hour as they look, often do, and they, we were just in it. Look, good for her if she can get into jazz. Mm -hmm. But here is me and jazz. When H. John Benjamin released that jazz mm -hmm. album yep. of jazz piano songs, I found it credible. <laughs> That's right, you're like, I don't know, I mean, it's not that different. I was like, huh, I don't know, it's jazz. It sounds like jazz to me. <laughs> I like that part where he played the same note 13 times in a row. <laughs> 
it is a mailbag week. It is not a Star Trek week that starts again next week. So I know I hate that we're about to go back on the clock. Everybody who's disappointed it's not Star Trek. Don't worry. Just hang around. We'll get there. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. What do we got? Uh, well, let's play the fucking theme. Do it. Mailbag by Brother Day. All the way back on June 25th, Shannon wrote, at Brother Date, my gray hair update. Oh, yeah. Uh, my hair is probably 10 to 15% white by now, but I dye it regularly. Okay, so no I, one can I, really tell. I occasionally spot a white eyebrow hair, and I first noticed it in 2010, but it's only become a regular occurrence in the last year or so, and it has some friends now. Oh, well, that's nice. You don't want it to be lonely out there. I guess she felt like it was maybe only fair to report on her gray hair because she after had... asking specifically about mine. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I gave mine too, though. That's true. Does anybody that else true. want to play? Feel free to chip in. Uh, yeah, we'll see if there's our further updates in maybe a different format on that. Okay. Uh, also on the 25th, she wrote, at Brother Date, that shopping center on Payne was great. I once ordered a birthday cake from the Safeway, and they forgot to write the message on it. The bakery staff was gone for the night, so the manager let 18 or whatever year old me dig around in the kitchen and do it myself. That's pretty weird, actually. So not a well-run Safeway, but I agree the shopping center was neat. I don't know. Why don't you just rummage around back there? I don't know. I, we probably got... Uh, what are they... Is that a pen? You just write on it with the big Sharpie? Dude, we got Sharpies over the uh, Sharpies, in the school supplies The section. Sharpies are, on, are in aisle 11. Please go get a Sharpie and you can write on your cake. Uh, we uh, we got a uh, thanks for the shout out from uh, Murder We Pod. Yeah, they're up to four, four episodes? Yeah, I think so. I think we're waiting for episode five to drop. Okay. Um, and uh, and thank you to them. They gave us a shout out, I, I think, in the, in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 27th. Oh, by the way. Shannon, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. By the way, their shout out was wasn't it essentially based on the fact that when they did one episode, they went, "Boy, this is a real pain." <laughs> yep. And then they said, "So now we understand what it's like for the folks of Brother Date." Yeah, we're about to go back on the clock for week sixty-two. About to week do a sixty-second 62. week of five episodes. That's, Fuck. that's right. Uh, I added a tab. I added a, a cell in Landrew that keeps track of the number of episodes we've listened to, not just the number of weeks. So. You know, it is uh, a two-parter currently. Or well, we, once once they drop off, it's not going to be easy to oh, do the math, right? right. I got it. Yeah. So it's currently at three hundred and five. Okay, and that's easy. But that's how many hours of watching. Yeah, yeah. nothing to do with uh, the talking uh, or the thinking or writing. Uh, on the twenty seventh, uh, Shannon sent us a link. Uh, at Brother Date, uh, enterprising viewers will make the discovery that these features look conspicuously like a famous logo, and it is a link to a Sky.com article about the Starfleet logo being spotted on Mars. Yeah, I saw that. The um, Star Trek really got away with one with this, because that logo is very generic. Like, if you yeah. just credit anything that's an asymmetrical arrowhead to Star Trek, it's uh, a lot of stuff. Is there so. an interesting anecdote behind that? logo or is it an extremely boring story just like the logo you know i feel like if there was an interesting anecdote behind it it would have come up in that in that long long book 
Oh, uh, the ambush book? I wonder. That was mainly <laughs> yes. about settling scores, wasn't it? Maybe if Gene Roddenberry personally drew it and everyone liked it, it wouldn't have come up in that book. <laughs> but if he had meddled, if someone had come up with an even cooler design, and if he'd gone, no one's going to like that, and then come up with a dumb, the dumb arrowhead, that that's when it would have come up. I but did you know read- Gene, he had to have it his way. I did read that the commonly held fan notion that in the TOS era, every starship had different logos uh, is not was not meant to be the case. Oh, and that they just do a whoopsie or something. Yeah, they they put the wrong logo on Commodore Decker. How did you how do you mess that up? I I don't know. Some someone thought that they should do that. He was supposed to be wearing everyone who was in space was supposed to have the Enterprise logo. And the other logos that we see on the Commodores were for ground staff. Oh. Eh, I don't know how true that was. I read that on Quora. Hmm. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because their whole idea of how they use Commodores and what they mean and how many of them there are never made any sense. So, I mean, it's true, but Commodore is one of the least sense. consistently used U.S. Navy ranks too. So, I don't. I, we've, we've actually had this whole conversation in a previous episode. <laughs> we've already talked about Commodore admirals and yeah. so on. Yeah, we did a okay. whole lot, a whole lot, uh, <laughs> a whole fucking lot, actually. Uh, it just always makes me go easy on them when I'm like, oh, yeah, there aren't, don't seem to be Commodores anymore in uh, Picard's era. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that could change for sure. I just, I seemed like, it seemed, no, you know what, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not doing it. We already talked <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, it is true that we don't, we don't ever see ships in formation, so. Stop Why it. would there, anyway. Cut it uh, out! <laughs> Ryan writes... <laughs> On June 29th, Ryan wrote in, At Brother Date, where were you a-traveling? Now, that's either a line to a folk song, <laughs> or he's asking you where you were going. I think you were traveling I went to, to uh, Atlanta. Atlanta for business. So, uh, just a four-hour drive or whatever. Not not super far. Um, I mean, it's not. But I, th- I want to say that where I live, the only... City in another state reachable in four hours from here is Reno. Yeah, technically across the border. Yes. Yeah. And even that would depend a little bit on traffic. Should be able to get there in four hours, but that's it. Yeah, Atlanta is probably about as far as I'm going to drive. There are, I technically have clients in far-flung places in Alabama and Mississippi and Georgia. That would be longer drives than that, but I'm not going to those places. (laughs) Sorry. Not going to happen. I'm not going to the Gulf. Not interested. Oh, but, um, I don't know. When I drove... I know, uh, you've seen that battleship. Yeah, there was a battleship there, man. Yeah. It and was like, just sitting there. By the way, you only had to get a couple a couple of words into that story before I you could look at it. You could look at it for free. I know, I know. Just, just driving right by. If there was weird traffic and very heavy rain on I-10 that day, but yeah. Um... There are no battleships that you can see on the way to Atlanta, um, but I'm sure there are signs that only say NASCAR, like when you're on your way to Knoxville. <laughs> you just go, okay. Like highway signs. Like, huh? That's it? You're not going to be more descriptive. It's just NASCAR. It just says NASCAR? Okay. What am I going to find there? Am I going to find Dale Earnhardt? Like, what's happening? What do we do? Like, are you going to end up at a speedway where there's <laughs> one big nascar race every year one nascar weekend a year like, and the rest of the time it's like what what happens here i don't think i want to go there otherwise and i you know what i don't want to go there for race day either especially actually so cool nascar this way i guess 
man, on that cross country trip that I took, uh, we were like coincidentally near several large events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fish for one. For the big fish concert that had all of Maine booked up mm-hmm. on some airbase in the north. Uh, we were drove through Indianapolis on like the run up to the oh, Indy 500. Yeah. What's that, uh, Memorial Day-ish? Maybe it was the big NASCAR one. Maybe it wasn't the Indy oh, 500. Okay. Maybe it was the Brickyard or whatever. Right, right, right. Because uh, it was in late July or early uh, August. Yeah, that it must be the other one, the NASCAR one. Yeah. Um, well, like, we coincidentally hit South Dakota at the very tail end of Sturgis. So there were mm. fucking huge masses fish of bikers everywhere. everywhere. Oh, right. Yeah, bikers. That's what I meant. Not fish. It made Ben very nervous. Well, those bikers ain't going to attack him. No, I mean, they probably weren't. Yeah, you're right. Probably. They probably weren't going to. I don't know, man. It was 2003. It was wild times. Actually, we're probably. <laughs> it's probably much wilder times in 2019. <laughs> I, back huh? I was like, yeah, 2003, pretty wild. And then I thought, I can't oh, yeah. think of anything. In 2003, Nazis were still underground. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can't really think of anything. I think. That's good. This is a very good point. Yeah, this is the wilder time, I think. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Things have gotten so much worse in the last 15 years. Yeah. Uh, really, just the last five or six of them. Huh? Like you said, surface bad. Now it's just yes. everything surface bad. Before things were obviously bad, um, but in the closet bad, hiding away bad. Now, now it's just everything is just out there. Anyway, well, on the it's 29th, jazz balls time and night <laughs> when everything. I can't do it. I can't do that <laughs> voice for some reason. When the Purple Grotto show comes on, the music is out of sight. I got an owl! <laughs> I think his name might be Harrison. <laughs> I wonder if I he ever... had or Judah invented that. I wonder if he ever messed up and called him something else. Dad would know. And when uh, Ellison the owl takes flight? <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Parkinson? Ella, no. Fuck. Ellison. Ellerston. Ellard. Ellard the owl. Anyway, I go by Jazzbo. <laughs> That's it. E... E-A-U-X. Uh, you didn't warm up your voice by doing your uh, Nick Nolte impression. That's why, you, no, yeah, that's that's, why you're not you, getting it done. You did shout right at me when we joined the call. Yeah. Uh, on the 29th, Ryan writes in, At brother date, beard keeps getting grayer. Well, there we go. All right, someone else wanted to play along. That's good. I mean, that's not really that helpful a description. I mean, if I want to look... 15 years younger, I could just shave my beard off entirely because then, A, all the gray hair would be gone, and also I'm very baby-faced. Yeah. That's, That's why, why they I've... call you the baby-faced assassin. Well, also my many killings. Yeah, yeah, the murder, right. Also the murder, but, you know, yeah. the face thing, the face part. Don't don't forget the sins. Yeah, did you know? That's, that's, <laughs> that's all right. The, the sins. sins. But um, that actually made me think of... Do you remember the Lonely Island digital short, The Space Olympics? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as he's fighting those as he's fighting those aliens, he says he knows his sins will send him to hell. <laughs> well, that's just good. That's uh, a good movie parody for sure. Not every Lonely Island digital short is a winner, and on on the whole, The Space Olympics is not not that great right uh but it's got moments um you know steph curry is called the baby-faced assassin sometimes but did you know that in china his nickname is the cute god 
I was having a drink trying to undo my jazz bow throat. Sorry, I was. Uh, I watched a YouTube video the other day where a guy was going over all the various nicknames of NBA players in China and how many of them are the god or king of something or emperor of something. And uh, <laughs> just like his nickname, Baby-Faced Assassin, here, there he is the god of cute or the cute god or something. Boy, I, I feel like he would be, it, it would be icon in Korean or rather translated from Korean. That, yeah, that's probably true. It's probably the icon of three-point shooting. That's, that's how it usually comes through on uh, unsubtitled shows, for sure. Yep. Oh, I fucking hate uh, in the Running Man's where I'm at. It seems clear that the subtitlers have changed because they've started to transliterate uh, Ji Suk Jin with an E-O instead of with a U. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I don't like seeing that. Hey, for 270 episodes, it was S-U-K. Don't. And I get why you're doing S-E-O-K, but, like, don't do that to me now. Yeah, now, in-universe, something has changed. Has he been right. replaced? Is he a this doppelganger? Is, this is his new, slightly more competent clone. He's been on kind of a better streak lately. <laughs> he's not the Impala anymore? He's the Gazelle or whatever? Right. <laughs> like, what is this? Impalas do have uh, crazy faces. Ah, uh, that is true. Animals. Animal has a crazy face. <clears throat> the car has a regular face. This is uh, the thing in <laughs> that's like the jazz thing in my life is how many nature documentaries I watched growing oh, up. Oh, thanks, Dad. Hey, why is this happening? Damn so it. So Katie, Katie will be like, hey, did you see this thing about this animal? And I'd be like, yeah, have you seen this grasshopper mouse shit? It's crazy. <laughs> With its I've death seen owls? Yeah, where it kills, first of all, kills other mice. Uh-huh. So that's wild. That's a good start, but then. And then there kills a big old, uh, kills a big old deer mouse and then does Ceremonially. A, uh, does basically warns uh, the afterlife the warriors on its way. <laughs> That's right. Tells all the warriors in Stovacor to watch out. Yeah. He goes, yay! <laughs> like, stands up and fucking shouts. And it's just like, I just, I know, I have seen so many nature documentaries because of our dad's lion tamer <laughs> fantasies. Boy, this is episode's really turned yeah, into one about This is him. another therapy like episode? It. I guess all the ones that aren't Star Trek are therapy? This kind of therapy, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I know all about the hyenas with the ladies with the penises and false, false penis, pseudo penises. Sure, and I, I, like, I'm, I know all the Avery Brooks was all on those things. Oh yeah, a lot of nature docs. But um, you know, I still enjoy them for the cinematography. Hey, why, there's nothing wrong with those why old school do nature documentaries. Nature documentaries have the best cinematography. Things like I, Planet Earth or Blue Planet or whatever. I wonder if it is because they do so much editing. Like, there must be oh yeah, hundreds of hours of footage that don't make it. Oh, yeah. In the new one, they're just like... Because in the old way we used to shoot these things, uh, well, it was very time-intensive and difficult, and the animals would avoid us. Now we just put down these fucking auto cameras that turn on when they sense movement or whatever. Right. And um, it saves us, way, like, hella time on not only having people out there, but editing this shit. Because now we don't have to just sit there with the cameras on for fucking days and days and days fucking hoping a leopard will walk by or something. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, but if you're on the search for China's most secret animal... Yeah, what do you expect? What are you gonna do? 
It's a red. Like, it's a red panda. It's gonna take time. It's the red panda. Which one was the snow leopard? Was that? What was India's most secret animal? Fuck! You think I'd remember? Yeah, you would. Hmm. Oh well, I don't. I don't remember what the Indies was. Or something. Yeah, something, yeah, maybe something basic. Uh, Ryan writes at brother date. Also have thrifty ice cream at Story and White at that Rite Aid. So Matt, nice. next time you're around, there's uh, lots of places to go. Well, good. I'm keeping track. I got a map up here in my cube, and I'm putting pins in where you can still get the thrifty ice cream. This uh, came up independently at Ben's Fourth of July party. Oh, nice. Where I think. Uh, Ben's wife Erica maybe was lamenting that they no longer use the cylindrical ice cream guns. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if that's true. I haven't attempted to buy ice cream in some time. How was the party? Oh, it was good. It was chill. Nice, good. Uh, for, if you go stand out in front of his house in the in the street, you can watch the San Jose fireworks. Oh, that's good. From the stadium or where? Uh, no, they let him off in the Children's Discovery Museum Meadow. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so we we were on the other side of the display. Yeah, from our place, you can see the downtown ones in here in Nashville, but sort of slightly obscured and pretty far away. So it's not great. Yeah. And also, it's just fireworks. And, you know, if you don't have to listen to 45 minutes of John Philip Sousa beforehand while sitting on a blanket then what's the point it's really the whole experience we saw a ton of them in boston and the experience was jamming onto one of the bridges with like a hundred thousand other people and going there's too many people on this bridge (laughs) and then it being is it rated for this (laughs) because of the fucking humidity in boston at that time of year you're being like it's dark but like the heat index must be like 96 or something. It's pretty gross out here. And just everyone being sweaty as hell. I think that's why I don't want to go to the fireworks anymore. Yeah, we've had sort of unseasonably cool weather out here. So like when we, when the, for some reason the fireworks didn't get started till like 10 p.m. on the 4th of July here, mm-hmm. which I feel like is late. Uh, by that time, it was probably only 70 degrees outside. Oh, that sounds hella nice. So that was, it was pretty nice. It's not going to be 70 outside here until... October, probably. I mean, at any time. Yeah. I mean, in the middle of the night, even. Yeah, Katie uh, is at a conference in Vegas this week. Ooh. And, uh, you know, the high tomorrow is going to be 109. I believe whatever. that. But when she <laughs> she texted me at like 11 p.m. And with just a shot of the, the weather app on her phone and said it was 99 degrees. <sighs> and uh, I was like, yeah. Yeah, Vegas sucks in the summer. I figured it would cool down because it's a desert or whatever, but no, I guess not. I mean, it does. Like, the low that night was probably 72 or 74 or something. Okay. But it just, all of the cooling happens between, like, 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Right, yeah, when it shows the low, you're like, I'm not going to be up awake for that. That's yep. I'm not going to see that. Well, here, it does not cool down like that. It stays pretty fucking toasty. Uh, Ryan writes, uh, at Shannon, your mom is Australian? Because <laughs> uh, of the pin pen. Yep. Bin Ben thing. Ensign. That's how they'd say ensign. <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> Except I don't think they have them. Wasn't it weird that we never developed an Australian accent? Uh, kind of weird. 
I could do a lot of accents. I don't like to do them, but I can do them. But I can't. I don't feel confident at all. Like if someone was like do an Australian accent, I'd be like, ah, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I don't think I can do it. What do you mean, like because we listened to so much Midnight Oil, we should have been able to do it? Well, he doesn't sound like a regular person, so that's the tough one. <laughs> you would just sound like an insane. Yeah, sure. But what about the eight percent of songs that Rob Hurst sings? <laughs> Uh, I wonder if I even sing those with an accent. That's a good question. I might not have ever tried, you know? Because it might have just been like... I mean, that's not a real person. Howling like a maniac out there. Uh, uh, for some reason, uh, I tried to like put his voice in my head, and the only song I could get it was Stars of Warburton, and I don't <laughs> feel like he sings with an Australian accent in that song also. <laughs> no. Weird choice. Love that song, dude. Song's I just fire. don't want to talk about Elvis Presley. Don't want to see his white shoes... Walk, dancing, walking around, around and, and around yeah. and around. Yeah, well, I went whatever. with I don't want to run and hide. Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, on the other side, truth and fiction must collide someday. Someday. Yeah. Uh, that's um, feeding frenzy. Feeding frenzy. Yeah. I never remember the name of that song. Earth and Sun first, and Moon. The first one on Earth and Sun and Moon. Yeah. They they went a little bit soft on that one. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, why did I say that? There's got drums of heaven on that. Uh, it's still a little soft, right, but it's pretty soft. Uh, but I mean, then they overcompensated, I think, with the next record. Breathe, if you don't well, count home, breathe, yeah, breathe is a little bit '90s, but then Redneck Wonderland. What's <laughs> that? Uh, it's a cemetery in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. That's one where they don't say uh, sing it like an American. <laughs> That's true. Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> it's the word cemetery for Americans is what he's saying there, not symmetry or. <laughs> what's your favorite moment on earth and sun and moon your favorite musical moment uh i mean it could very well be the intro to drums of heaven that's pretty good. um i don't know let me just flip I, over real quick and i take ask a look. because i have one in mind and okay it's, i heard that the dark bellied angels come running up running up the hill that's my favorite yeah moment. uh <laughs> hold on to dreams buddy uh renaissance man yeah that's from renaissance man (laughs) let's just hear a little bit of the opening of drums of heaven yeah do it Mm, i like it better in my brain yep me too Um, um however uh let me see if i can get back to the beginning of that Whoever's counting it off in the back has an Australian accent. One. Uh, and of course, you like the great song Renaissance Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harmonica, do it. Lost. Actually, I, that's all you need to know about Midnight Oil. I already <laughs> lost the track on that one. I don't know what he's talking about. No, Doc, he told you about the forest of trees and the chlorophyll green. We got like we got a couple lines in. I, went, I didn't know what those words were, and I'm lost. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, well, it's I guess a protest the song. Is he, I get it. I don't know what he's protesting. He told you that the spirit of life is a flickering still, <laughs> and I've heard that the dark-bellied angels come a running up, a running up the hill. That's the only part I fucking know. <laughs> 
I don't know any of the words to that except for hold on to dreams. So you found a hard-won friend to hold your hand and hold your head, a new renaissance to defend. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they do say that, huh? Um, yeah. Yeah, why does that one... It's not really that soft, but in my head, that's a real fucking soft record. What are the soft ones? Is it like the Outbreak of Love? That's not that soft. Oh, yeah. Outbreak of Love is is pretty soft. <laughs> It's actually not as soft as I remember. Yeah. It's really not. Pretty thick bass. Uh, probably in the valley. Oh, sure. Yeah. My grandfather went down. With the Montevideo. My grandfather went down. With the Montevideo. Yeah, he does have an Australian accent. I don't know why we never picked it up. Uh, yeah, that's true. We should have. That's what I'm saying. We should have been able to develop one. But by this era in Midnight Oil, he'd stopped just howling like a lunatic, and so it's easier uh, to pick it up. If you try to listen to some of the earlier records, he does not sing like a real person. The softest shit on this record is probably Earth. I mean, in the valley, Earth but then, then probably sun Earth and Sun and, and moon. moon. That's ex- extremely tribe. actually gets much softer with this part in the morning when I wake up when I wake yeah and take to the air look back at the planet I'm glued to my chair woof yeah not a great album I'm gonna be that's the one that they named the record after I'm gonna be really real that's not a great record it's not the best one. It was the first new Midnight Oil record that I got. Yeah. Like, we the, we had the two that had U.S. hits, Diesel and Dust and Blue Sky Mine. Mm-hmm. And then, Mining, sorry. And then we went back and got some of the weird ones, and then that one came out. Right. And they went so. on SNL for that, too. <laughs> they did. Just not for any of the songs we've played. We have not played any of the songs they went on SNL fucking for. Fucking weird. My Country, is that what they played? Yeah, they did my country and Truganini. Oh, yeah, well, that's a uh, again. Marjan once said, "What's a Truganini?" And I fuck, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Listen, man, I, somebody knows. I don't fucking know. Like, how am I supposed to know? I can't keep. You want up me to this. write to Rob Hurst and Jesus. ask? I don't fucking know. I know the Union Jackson claims. Let it burn. Let it burn. That's all I need to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and then breathe. I mean, like you said, mm. it's is 90s. real real nineties. Yeah. I mean, surfs up tonight is is pretty soft. It's pretty chill. They played that on SNL too. Come on, why did they keep going on SNL? Uh, well, they didn't. They played surfs up tonight on Letterman. Uh, oh, you're right. That was Letterman. That's still weird. Yeah, it's still weird. To I me think out. they only did SNL for Earth and Sun and Moon. Okay, all right. <clears throat> 
Um, but yeah, no, it's got some uh, bring on the change, common ground, time to heal. Uh, e-, e beat. One too many times. Don't forget E beat. Please don't forget E beat. Can you say E beat? I've never forgotten E beat. Say it. <laughs> It is not green. It is not blue. Yep, you got it. I hope that you understand. I totally understand. I'm right there with him. He's talking about the Earth. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, lives lives grow longer when we listen to, to the Earth beat uh, or whatever. The effects. Um. Something about a heartbeat. We need a heartbeat. <laughs> Don Johnson. Seasons won't falter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they may have overcompensated with Redneck Wonderland. Do you have Don Johnson's We Need a Heartbeat? <laughs> I have YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's gonna, a light's going to go off in his house. It's going to be the first time that view count has gone up in a long time. Uh, I don't think that's true. Is it not in one of the Grand Theft Autos? Wait, really? I don't remember here. That would be crazy. Heartbeat by Don Johnson? Yeah. Would that be... Wouldn't be... I remember... I would have known if it was in Vice City. It should be in Vice City, right? Is this because Eddie Murphy did it? <laughs> Wait, do you think in Don Johnson's mind he considers himself... The white Eddie Murphy? Oh God, I hope he does. Your money don't mean much to me. Very ordinary. This is what I imagine it would sound like if um, old Quantum Leap. What's his name? God damn it. <laughs> Bacula. Scott Bakula did a song. God, probably. But can he? Can he enunciate well Oh, sorry, I should play the chorus, huh? Yeah, please. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> now, I assume you said Play Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. I would never say that, but I know it's your favorite song, so. <laughs> it's not my favorite song, oh, prove but it. I like it a lot. Prove it by not playing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the 4th, nice. Shannon wrote in at brother date and then it was just a uh, <laughs> have you seen this gif of this robot bowling? God, yes. Uh, anyway, it's not real. Oh, good. Which you could tell because uh, the way the ball distorts like it's going 4,000 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's just to you know, uh, take advantage of your very deep-seated existential fear of robots. Very rational concerns about the progress of robotic sciences. And then uh, you wrote in. Oh. A today. Oh, today! Uh, retweeting Jacob Resnick, who says, Yeah, the Home Run Derby is cool, but nothing is more electric than the Korean bunting contest. I'm not going to lie, when I watched that video, seeing how into it the players were, like how satisfied the guy is when he bunts it into that little circle, 
I was like, fuck, man, I kind of would want to watch this. If we could, like, guarantee this kind of enthusiasm, I'd watch that. Because... Alright, so they've done a lot with the Home Run Derby this year. It's All-Star time. It's stupid baseball All-Star time. You know, why don't you just play the sports roundup drop? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the... <laughs> uh, where is it? Awesome. Now, Sports Roundup. Now play it again, because it's fucking good. Now, Sports Roundup. Whoever did the music for Jordan versus Bird one on one is working with a much simpler palette than hmm. oh let's just let's just say final fight here. <laughs> it's it's so Japanese. It's insane, right? Um but they it, with the much more limited uh, tonal landscape they're working in they're, it's extremely effective when we listen to that Jordan versus Bird shit there were there's a lot of bangers on that yeah something about that 8-bit era you can get some like there's a lot of space it sounds empty and something about that makes some of those tunes sound fucking awesome yeah uh, anyway yeah. I figured I was gonna go off on a whole thing so might as well play the intro um is so it is so first of all this bunting contest gif yeah uh, I would watch it yeah they got like targets set up on the ground for you to bunt into it sounds like a rejected snl premise yes like someone was like hey the uh all-star game's coming up maybe we could do something about the bunting contest it also sounds racist like a little bit in a way like the koreans you know they're little they can't hit for power also they're all about fundamentals this is just a thing oh yeah that too at this culture um but that, again, I just looking at it, the guy was so satisfied when he fucking bunted that thing into there. And I was like, God damn it. The problem is, of course, no one in Major League Baseball can bunt anymore. So it's it would be a pretty disappointing contest. Be like, and the winner with one skill. point. <laughs> and it doesn't seem that anyone's practicing it. But. No. Um, no. I, when I watched it earlier, I didn't watch it with sound. Uh, I was kind of hoping that the announcers would be a little more lit they're frankly a little bit restrained for my taste uh maybe it was early maybe it was their first round or something that could be you know that shit's tournament format you gotta knock off the champ you to beat the champ to be the champ you gotta beat the champ at bunt derby anyway uh there's a guy on the a's matt olson who they shift against him every single time and this season finally he has started to figure out that he can just bunt there because there's literally not one person on the left side of the infield right so um, then it's like, so I guess you're walking me is what's happening here. Yeah, essentially. And he has gotten like four bunt base hits or something, which is still way fewer than he should have. Because I would do it every time. Be like, my on-base percentage is 600 this season. Well, I mean, it's like you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to bunt. You could learn to slap. Oh, yeah, you could just slap it down there if you want to. There have been lots of slap hitters throughout Major League Baseball history. It's, you know, you might, you'd have to slap it pretty right to get more than a single. So you may as well take the bunt. But I'm just saying, like, why not have a 600 on base percentage? Just do it. 
Just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm on base all the fucking time. I scored like 140 runs this year because I was just constantly on base. But now nah, he still swings for the fences a lot. Um. Anyway, it's dumb home run derby time. It's the dumb exhibition before the dumb all-star game where uh, a bunch of beef lords get up there and fucking hit dingers 500 feet. <laughs> and... They really, they know no one cares anymore, and they're trying everything they can to make it interesting. So I, th- I think I sent you offline. Uh, oh, about the bounty. Yeah, they added a big purse, so now there's a million dollar prize for the winner. And like I was telling you, I was like, ah, at first, that's not, that doesn't sound like much. These guys are all making twenty million dollars a year. Like that's a cool bonus and everything, but I don't know if that's really going to move the needle. But then I saw who the participants were, and it's all, it's mostly dudes on their rookie contracts. Yeah, it's lots of dudes who uh, make a million dollars in two years yeah. of their normal salary. So this is a one-night fucking mega bonus where you can make 180% of your salary or whatever. Yep. So I was like, all right, that's actually pretty good. These guys are going to be trying to fucking hit fucking 100 home runs out there or whatever. Um, and uh, uh, that is kind of what happened, by the way. A rookie won the thing, and the other guy in the final was another rookie. So, sure enough. So, somebody went home with a big payday. Yeah. There's this guy on the Mets, Pete Alonso, who already has like 30 home runs. He's fucking jacking it as a rookie. Um, but So, the A's had a participant, Matt Chapman, the third baseman, who's really known for his glove. He won the platinum glove last year, which is the dumb thing they started handing out not that long ago for the best overall fielder. Because there's a golden glove at every position? Yeah. Except maybe there's only one for the outfield. I don't remember. No, they do three for the outfield. Okay. I, I don't believe they even bother to break it down by position. Maybe they do. I th- I you could at least combine left and right field. Like, we get that center field is a different animal. It seems like it. And we know everyone hides guys in left field. So, like, yeah, you know, maybe there won't even be one from there. Um. Anyway, he's mostly known for his glove, but he was a last minute entry. Another guy got hurt or didn't want to do it or whatever. So he's like, All right, I'm going to get my dad. To throw me the pitches. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be just a, get him, just get him out there, give him his minute pitching. Yeah, it's gonna be there a with, sweet yeah. moment because he, you know, he took me on all those travel ball road trips and. What happened? Dude couldn't resist throwing sliders or something. Dude couldn't help but throw sliders. <laughs> he was so fucking bad. Okay, so it, it is it is something that you don't think about, but like not everybody can throw a four seam straight batting practice fastball yeah and the reason i know this is because i played little league with a kid named josh richmond who was probably the fastest pitcher in the whole uh the whole cohort yeah uh and years later when i was taking a weight training class at west valley it was taught by the baseball coach there Mm -hmm. and uh for like three consecutive weeks i'd be uh doing some bench presses or whatever like trying to do the very minimum to pass this class Mm mm-hmm and he would have Josh Richmond out there in front of the class, just throwing him the ball, just from 20 feet away, not yeah. pitching at all. And he's just like, we're going to keep doing this until you can throw it straight. <laughs> That's right. Because, I mean, this kid this kid was talented when we were 11 or 12, but, like, he couldn't not put a little spin on that thing. Yeah, it's a, it is a specific skill, and... You not only that you want to throw it in the place where the guy wants it for this contest because uh-huh. obviously he's got a he's got a preference about where he likes it when he wants to beef up on it. 
Yeah, you really should have the guy who throws batting practice yes. for you. And they throw normally throw, throw for the home run derby. Yeah, and normally that's what you do. You bring your batting practice thrower, whoever that is, your, your fucking bullpen coach or infield coach or whoever does it. But he brought his dad, and I don't know, maybe his dad was once upon a time good at throwing the ball straight, but this old man fucking ate shit so hard. Okay, so now it's timed. The contest is now on a timer. It used to be you'd get a certain number of swings, right? You could... Oh. You could, like... A certain number of outs, I should say. So you could right. keep hitting home Which runs. Which could be a swing and a miss, but usually it's just a hit that's not a home run. Right, yeah. Anything that's not a home run. But now it's timed, so it's just as many as you can get. So it's really key to put the fucking ball over the plate. Yeah, those any pitch that uh, you don't want to swing at is still a waste of time. So the guy Chapman was facing was Vladimir Guerrero Jr., I wanted to say that to you to blow your mind. <laughs> that is crazy to me. That's how old you are. Vladimir <laughs> <That's super old. laughs> Vlad Guerrero Jr. is in the home run derby. He's in the home run derby. He is a rookie, uh, but he is just such a huge fucking dude. He's got to weigh 250, 260, something like that. Um, and he brought his batting practice pitcher, and he hit 29 home runs in the first round. <laughs> That's a record. He didn't need to. He had four minutes, and he hit 29 home runs. Uh, Ooh. Chapman was fucking on fire. He hit the longest home run in the round. He hit it like 477 feet. And he hit 13, and he must have watched 100 pitches. Oh, his dad. So if chest. he had just brought his batting practice pitcher, he could have hit 40 of the goddamn things He looked or like he was locked in. He at least would have given Vlad, Vlad Jr. a run for his money. But... His dad was just fucking eating shit on national TV, and it was getting worse. He started getting the yips. He almost hit him on the last two pitches. <laughs> and, of course, we are in an, a certain age. And I went on the internet, and just everyone was ripping this stupid old man, Jim Chapman. <laughs> By name, just memeing him and blowing him up all over the place, talking about what a piece of uh, shit he was and how he cost his son a million dollars. His dad, his dad's on fail army now. <laughs> yeah, and it was like this. This went from like a sweet baseball story about a guy bringing his dad to pitch in <laughs> batting practice to being like loser of 2019, Jim Chapman, and you're just like, oh fuck, this guy has totally fucked it. Um, so I couldn't watch anymore because my stomach hurt after that. I, I, bet. Had, I had to turn off the home run derby. So I saw the results later. But then I was like, when I saw this bunt derby, I was like, that seems a lot like lower pressure. Let's get the, let's get the bunt derby out there. I think I'll enjoy that a little bit more. Get some small well, guys a chance to do something out there. It's not no pressure. I mean, the winner of the bunt derby did win 1 million won. <laughs> oh, cool. That's nice. A cool thousand dollars. A cool thousand dollars. <laughs> I love when they show the prices on something on Running Man and you do the conversion and you go, that's not very much money. This <laughs> sounds like a lot, but it's not very much money. They often, they'll get uh, an amount of money in there. They'll get, uh, they'll, they'll be sent out on a mission and Kwong Su will look in there and he'll be like, are you really giving me 150,000 won? <laughs> that's right. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Do the conversion. Oh yeah, that's not that much, that's not that much money. He's got to buy shit out there. <laughs> that's right. It's like $145 or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, but they act like that's a lot. But um, anyway, I just, uh, Jim Chapman, just, you know. You're, you, he should be out there throwing the ball over and over again until he can throw it straight. And Matt Chapman, seriously, bring 
you bring get Bob Melvin down to West Valley College. That's right. They got a whole program for he that. He can drive. He can drive back up and see uh, see his kid play at home games and stuff. You know, <laughs> just uh, get on out to Saratoga, buddy. That I'm sure that old baseball coach is still there. Probably still trying to teach Josh Richmond to throw straight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the season I'm Sorry in. Sorry to put you on blast, Josh. Uh, this is this is the uh, the season I'm in. Basketball ended badly for me, but it ended, uh, and now it's baseball or nothing. Well, as you know, my Super Bowl was last Sunday. Oh, you're talking about the Spy Party Competitive League Season Five Championships. I tried so hard to get you hooked into this idea. By the way, I spent a long time after you sent the message trying to figure out what SCL stood for. Oh, right. I went, spy party, <laughs> league, spy party, cr- crystal league. Like <laughs> like, like it's uh, Pokemon? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, okay, competitive league. All right. Well, they had to make it obvious, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, fifth season, okay, uh, wrapped up. I I know that at, at least one of our listeners has expressed some interest in Spy Party. Did they watch? Don't know. Okay. Uh, don't know at all. It aired at what would have been there. Jesus, math. Three thirty in the morning, so probably not. But oh, it was I know. Available which... on the YouTube Spy Party. Okay. Yeah, I now know which listener you were talking about. Yes. Yes. I remember that. Uh. So, you know, that's the only sport that I watch these days uh, is Spy Party. It's legit. Your real, it's your real fucking thing. You know who the players are and facts about them and tendencies and things. I do. I know some things. Although, if you just watch the YouTube video, you won't see anything that I said. Everything that I told you about, about what happened in that video was also in the commentary. No, so, okay. I was not digging deep to get that information out of there. Uh, it was a good match. It was, uh, so one person has won every single season of Spy Party. Including this year. Including this year. And that person uh, also runs the league. Oh, I see how it is. Some f- well, is it though? Fucking collusion. Well, it maybe it's collusion. Like. <laughs> You're supposed to say no collusion. Oh, no, sorry. That's <laughs> no collusion. That's our, that's our country's motto is no collusion. No collusion. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, I think uh, I think the report exonerated him. Okay. <laughs> um, so there were some new techniques. There are two new venues this season, so so two new maps. Oh shit! Uh, which are uh, both have interesting gimmicks of their own. I only care about and one we saw map. Some new tech. Uh, which map? Fuck the part ballroom. The ballroom, yeah. Ballroom, yeah. It's gonna, a good start. I was map. like the par- the party one. I was like they're probably all fucking parties. Every single one is a party. It's called yeah. Spy Party. And it's a party. Uh, so, like, I made a I made a day of it. Like, I had taken Katie to the airport in the afternoon, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna make sure I have dinner early." Oh boy, I'm not missing this fucking thing. Hell yeah! So I did. Uh, I did sign up and watch it, and it makes me want to play it, but again, not with randos. I'd play with you, but I feel like now your knowledge gap—the knowledge gap—is it must be pretty extreme. It is. I have a. <laughs> I have all of the knowledge and none of the experience. I mean, I'd still do it, but I would definitely expect to get fucking thrashed. Yeah. So, that was my. I mean, it's not much of a sports roundup, but it's the only sport I watch now, so... <laughs> That's right, I was going to say, it doesn't matter what time of year it is for you, there's just the one. 
Yeah, so they've been doing other stuff, the tournament of position. So all all of the leagues are set for the next season. Yeah, well, how does, so how uh, does this work? How organized is this? How long oh, until the next season starts? Uh, I don't know the starting date for the next season, but the system of promotion and relegation is extremely regimented. Okay. So every every division except the top division, the winner gets promoted automatically. The second place player uh, gets the opportunity to play the second worst player in the division above them. Okay. In a hazard match for that spot. And then everybody who finishes not in the top two or bottom two gets entered into the tournament of position. And uh. the uh, and that's a double elimination bracket, but also... It's not even double elimination. It's some kind of crazy bracket that determines uh, who gets promoted to, to higher leagues and lower leagues. So, hmm. And there are about nine levels. Okay. So... It's uh, diamond, platinum, gold, silver, Crystal. bronze, copper. Damn it. Hold on. Iron, bamboo, oak. Interesting. And then challenger. And challenger is anyone who joins mid-season, and they play Swiss a Swiss elimination, Swiss system, instead of a bracket. I don't know. That's usually a... double round robin for the others. Okay. What's a Swiss system? I don't even know what a Swiss system is. It is a system whereby the the better you do, the harder ranked players you play against. So it can take any. It's a system that can take any number of participants, and people can join and leave mid mid season, and you still end up with a rough ranking. Okay. Makes sense. So. It, that that part is extremely organized. Do, do they only play one season a year, or are there like multiple cycles within a year? There tends to be one season and two big tournaments a year. There's like a winter tournament and a summer tournament. Interesting. Yeah. And this is the end of the season or the tournament? Season. Okay. And so the tournaments are other. It's like European football where they're just like, they're like, oh, they're, now they're in this tournament. Yeah. Not everybody plays them. The They're shorter. The formats are different. Okay. So there's less uh, like deep strategy there's less of what happened with your opponent the last time you played and more of just trying to win these games yeah yeah. it's like the epl season ended but not but don't worry because they got it there's an fa cup that's going on you got to win that too and then also there's like there's euro you, you got that's another tournament yep like it that. is sort of like that so interesting so unfortunately we are we are going into the off season. Less spy party for me. <laughs> this is how I feel. Like uh, right when the bowl games are starting, basically, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, the good news is we're done. we're a month from college football. So I wish we're like seven weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Don't act like I haven't figured it out. <laughs> By the way, we're a little bit less than seven weeks away from week zero when almost no teams play. And then right. we're more than seven weeks away from the real week one. So Yeah, but don't you count yeah. the start of the MLB season uh, when the A's play in Japan the week before? Well, this fucking it technically counts for the standing, so I don't have a choice, even though it's very <laughs> dumb. Like, the Japanese well, would care if it didn't count in our standings. It's the same with college football. Like, would the Japanese care? I don't know. If it was an exhibition game? I don't know if the Japanese would care. I don't think they fucking know. If they would care but still feel obligated to show up for cultural reasons. <laughs> I don't I don't all I know about Japan uh since we lost AZN TV yes, a long is time from ago. is from Japanese style originator. Oh. And it is not focused on things like baseball. That's too bad. 
That's a that's a part of their culture. I know they didn't invent it, but they 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 adopted it for sure. I mean, if there were traditional Japanese craftsmen making baseball bats, they definitely would show that. I feel like there have to be. They Don't there have wooden to be? bats in the Japanese leagues or yeah. metal bats? No, these these would. Okay. Yeah, there there has to be some kind of fucking artisan who whose fu- grandfather's shop opened in fucking nineteen. Yeah, but they could. Yeah, but they could be no no more than third generation owners. Yeah, sure. Okay. Is That's that, not that big a deal for I, Japanese style originator. I was going to say, is there a criteria on style originator? I mean, it's generally, this place has been open since 1840 or whatever. Yeah, it's moved locations twice because they never talk about this, but a lot of Japan <laughs> burned down. That's right. It was one of the millions of buildings that burned down. So, of course, <laughs> yeah. it had to move. But, you know, the restaurant has existed as an entity or <laughs> yeah. whatever. I should get back into that. I dropped out. I told you I was those kids annoyed me. Those white kids freaked me out. I didn't. Like yeah, I know the kids get way toned down. All right, good. I can. Get it's kind of that. like uh, in the episode of Kantaro where he meets the manga artist and his weird European wife. Oh God, yeah. And it's like, ugh, I don't. I don't feel like this woman's Japanese is good. I don't know. Is that racist? I don't speak Japanese at all. <laughs> I got the same I, feeling. I feel like her Japanese is not good and they're just putting up with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we have an audio segment. All right. Yeah, let's do that. So let's uh, let's get right into it. After uh, one week off, uh, we're back again with Call Me Body. Mm. Now, call me body. I forgot to take out my uh, earbuds and now I have a <laughs> sharp pain over my right eye. <laughs> That's where it gets you. It's not my migraine spot. It's a different, it's a new spot. The, uh... It's weird that the harmonica, I feel like, has potential to do the same damage, but it just doesn't somehow. It doesn't reach that level of shrill fucking nonsense. Let's get into it. Hello again, and I would like to start by apologizing that I uh, didn't drop a uh, call me uh, for the last mailbag. Um, It's probably due to me getting some sort of performance itch. Scratch from the uh, new and exciting pod show that you mentioned at the end of, the, uh, of Murder We Pod, um, but anyway, I don't want to don't want to let you guys down again. So um, make sure I get get in this week. Wanted to um, cover, I think probably a couple of, a couple of things were brought up. Uh, you said both of you you don't ever want to go to a Walmart uh, or a Costco anymore. Um, both of them are some of my favourite things to do when I go to America. Um, we do have large supermarkets here, so I mean, when I was born, um, that wouldn't have been quite the case. I remember the first time I went to America, and I was sort of blown away. But I, I think that sort of still stays with me. Uh, we didn't. Not only we didn't really have Costco the way we have it now sure. when I was born either. Yeah, that's been a relatively recent development. I think it existed, but it has blown up in the last 40 years. Also, it makes sense that he likes to go to Walmart when he comes here because he doesn't own any of this shame. That's right. It's not his, <laughs> you know? Even though I didn't build a Walmart and I didn't staff it and I didn't go to it, I didn't patronize it. But for some reason, I still feel like it's my shame. 
It is so very representative of our great land. Yes. Yep. I mean, from sea to not shining the great sea, parts of it, but I mean, it is representative. Yep. Uh, um, you certainly can't get like five kilogram tubes of ground beef from poorly treated cows over here. So, um, you know, I was like to find some ridiculously largely portioned thing. Uh, no matter how they're treated, if they're ending up as ground beef, who cares? Yeah, right. I mean, like they ground it. Isn't that the same they thing killed, as making? They it killed clean? that animal, and you're gonna eat it. Don't <laughs> don't feel too don't feel too good about it. Uh, I don't know. I I haven't been to one of these in a while. Can you really get eleven pounds? A one eleven pound tube. I've seen the five pound tubes. God, if you can get it in one tube, that'd be pretty fucking impressive. It's a big. It's a big tube. That's uh. That's like five kilograms. <laughs> yep. Just letting the Europeans know that I know. <laughs> well, he said five kilograms, and I translated it back. Oh, wow. so I must have zoned out. <laughs> I apologize. That's cool. It's a real TOS situation. I'm not lying about that headache. It really triggered something. <laughs> you shouldn't listen to those pipes, man. On the Nintendo Switch train, and Matt's already made the uh, the leap. Um. I was going to say, yeah, Judigu, I think you said you were really excited about Animal Crossing. Yeah. And I've heard quite a lot about um, people talking about that online. A lot of people complaining that this isn't really Animal Crossing. That it's more like Harvest Moon. Um, but I'm kind of interested in getting it for, for that. Um, I especially like the fact that any animals created on different accounts in the same Switch will get to live on the same island. Um, which be... Uh, that feature existed all the way back. Yeah. No, it existed on the first one. It's just the the, the difference being that it you sort can play of did. You had to go and visit them. And in the first one, I think you had to like put in, you had to swap in the other memory card or do some nonsense because the memory cards had tiny little data blocks. I'm pretty sure you could have, you would buy a house and someone else could buy a house. In Could the you same have, town. Was it four houses in the yeah. same town in the first one? Yes. Okay. The difference is, in this version, two people can play simultaneously in the same town. So, not like they can both own property there and then trade off playing or whatever. Like, literally, you can both be holding the controller and playing your people and doing stuff in town at the same time. How do they both run around at the same time? Is it on two screens? Is it a two-screen must experience be a sp- of some kind? a split-screen-o or something. Oh, man. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't feel like that game... Well... Well, it's not really going to matter I've, for I've me. been playing it on a phone screen for two years or whatever, so I guess there's no reason you need a big screen to yeah. play Animal Crossing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to come up for either of us unless Marjan's suddenly interested in playing Animal Crossing. But um, for people who do want to play local multiplayer, that'll at least be an option. Yeah, I don't know if it'll have to be on separate screens or if they'll split screen it or what. But that's the difference, is that you can actually like both play at the same time if you want to. If like there's an event going on, you don't have to... like. Finish your fucking thing so I can do the fishing contest. Well, I want to do the fishing contest. Well, you can't do the fishing contest. I guess, but you know what it'll be like? I'm turning over rocks trying to catch a pill bug. Yeah. And, uh, and then you just come over and catch my pill bug. <laughs> be mad. Could be. Just snipe Don't, your pill bug. No pill bug griefing. <laughs> fucking pill bug vulture. 
okay, I'm going to shake this tree. You help me get this bee before <laughs> Ooh, it stings my face. That sounds like a good idea, though, because that's gonna be, that can be tricky timing yeah. on shit like that. Um, uh, I've totally forgot what I was going to say. I'm, total, I'm losing it. I'm losing the track. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm not sorry. <laughs> I do this every week. I got, I got another job. Yeah, it's I well so clearly when I pick the Voyager clip for next week, it can't have bagpipes in it, or we could be off the rails <laughs> right and have two and a half hours more to go. You're like, so uh Chaco, uh you know, ah, I, don't, fuck, I don't remember. I don't really remember what he did. What did what did he do? You tell me. <laughs> he uh uh Something Indian? He did an Indian thing. Uh bef- he before and after. <laughs> it's, it's something like that. Oh, it's going to be a time travel episode. Let's move on. All right. The night be quite late, but um, in terms of oh yeah, the, the other game thing, uh, Shan, um, she used to play Twilight Princess on the Wii. When we got that, uh, she like really, really, really liked that game, but <laughs> she completed the game all the way up to final Ganon boss so she gets all the way through there and then she was like nope i'm done uh i sympathize with her i I, (laughs) in my playthrough of final fantasy seven seven? yeah (laughs) i held uh off at the sephiroth fight for several years (laughs) where i would just jump back in occasionally and collect more stat up materials from that undersea dungeon. Yep. The Galnica or whatever. Right. Yeah. Trying to, you know, just not, it's not enough that all my characters are level 99. I need to also get all their stats to max. Yeah. Which I believe was 255. Right. It was impossible and I didn't get close. And then one day I was going up to visit Rick and I just took my memory card with me. And I beat it up there. So yeah. you never know. She might still beat Twilight Princess if you still have a Wii. I got a question, though. Uh, does Barry have to record these in secret? Is this some <laughs> well, kind for, of fucking spy It sounds operation? like he has a cold. But <laughs> you're right that he's he does. It does sound like he has gone into a closet <laughs> and he is doing it quietly. It sounds like he doesn't want anyone to know that he's communicating with us. And my question is, why? I'm not the oh, embarrassment. Because it's very embarrassing. It's, no, it's not embarrassing. I work hard and no one pays me for this. <laughs> I'm saying, where's my money? I'm not paying you. All right, well, that's fire. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. She could still finish Twilight. You don't know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, no, didn't bother beating the final boss. I think she tried it once. Thought, that's hard. Can't be bothered anymore. Uh, yeah, she's just an adult up. now. What do you want? <laughs> just left it there, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, I'm hoping they bring that back onto the Switch to an XHD remake. I mean, they're remaking every other bloody Zelda, so I'm sure it'll come. Um, my current favorite game on the Switch is Slay the Spire. I don't know if you've played it on the PC. Uh, Slay, Slay this basically what? Basically, say it makes it really crashes a bit. Oh, they're fixing that now, but it's a... I, it sounded like Slay the Spy, but I don't know if that's anything i thought he said slay this bear and i thought yeah, i don't think seems, it could be slay this bear it's kind of fucked up i mean how do you say the that in korean family or something how do you say that in korean slay this bear i don't know the one for slay they haven't taught us a lot about that <laughs> what about kill could you say kill this bear i don't think they've taught us kill 
That that's a real weird. bummer. Yeah, I learned killing anyway, Japanese. I know bear. you could do the this bear part. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's be ear. E e co. Is that col? Comi. Yeah. E comi. Well, depend if as the as the subject of the sentence. Or e comen. Right. Depending. Comi comiga comga comaga. I don't think it's com. I don't think it's comiga. I think that one doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, I can't. I wish they had taught us all of those rules. I feel like my head's really, uh, it's like it's splitting <laughs> right now. <clears throat> uh, oh, let's hear about Slay the Spy. Fantastic. So, card game. Um, where you, you know, three different characters that fight three different ways using offensive and defensive cards. It's really, really, really easy to pick up. Um, but it's ludicrously difficult uh, as you get on. It's, it's quite difficult to begin with. Um, you fail quite often, but it's really, really fun, quite addictive. Um, you also talked about the grey hairs. Shannon, I think she'll probably comment about this, but um, I don't think she necessarily deals well with grey hairs. <laughs> um, I think I think she's just lean into it hard just just go with it um but uh, she she doesn't seem to doesn't seem to want to which is fine um but yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't seem to affect me quite so much i don't let my beard grow out too much so i don't think i've ever seen gray hair there occasionally one or two two in my head and that's that's about it uh, the other uh, thing news on, on, on the game front, especially as you finish up with such a great uh, game section again, um, I, I got a Sega Dreamcast recently. and uh, That's a wild sentence. <laughs> That's right, yep. The Dreamcast mm. probably came out in, what, like the late 90s or something? Yeah, the Dreamcast lost to the original PlayStation, something mm-hmm. like that. It lost, sort of drove Sega out of the market entirely. It lost the war in a way that was very unexpected for people because there were people who were all in. There were definitely Dreamcast people. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were Dreamcast nuts. Mostly the people who played a lot of sports games were, like, big in on Dreamcast. And then they just, like, out of the blue just went, yeah, we're done. We're not doing anymore. Uh, it turns out this was a virtual boy. It turns <laughs> out we did a virtual boy, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone just went, what the fuck? Yeah, they lost that one. What do you mean you're going to keep making Sonic games for other systems? <laughs> That's right, yep. Yeah. yeah, we're out of the console game forever. And then uh, they, the, let's, uh, the, now Nintendo just owns those licenses, right? Or does, does Sega still I, own those? I think that they still just license them. Okay, because they're in all all of them Mario games where they have like all, or not Mario games, all the Nintendo games where they have all the, like the Mario characters and other Nintendo oh, yeah. properties and shit. Uh, let's hear about this great, great Dreamcast. Yeah. I was very proud of my handiwork, modding it. Uh, I removed the optical drive, an SD card reader, and managed to desolder the dead battery unit and replace it with a... Okay, so wait a minute. I didn't think about this before, but <laughs> removing the optical drive and putting a card reader in <laughs> means he's a pirate. No, he yeah. bought the system, because he can't emulate it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. He, so he has a real system, but he's going to do a piracy. Well, well, that's what it takes. But hey, those loading times are going to be like... <laughs> that's right. It's true. Those probably were a problem back then. Still, uh, it's, I mean, as soon as you switched to optical media, it became a problem. Yeah. So, I don't know, uh, man. 
could you? It would make the Final Fantasy anthology suck a lot less. Yeah, they've and when they tried to, um, that was the problem. When they re when they put them out, their loading times were so fucking bad, like worse than any other game. Something about oh, yeah. like porting you those. The, you get the blurry pixels that indicate a fight's going to begin, and, and then you just, just like, sit okay. there and go, "All right, pretty soon this All fight's right, going to start." These these fucking leafers are going to fucking get it. All right, cool. It's Grease Monk. All right, cool. <laughs> I needed it to be a Rhinox. Cause I'll I'm just hit. I'm just gonna hit attack. I guess because this guy sucks. I gotta steal a mithril claw. <laughs> My Colts. Removable <laughs> battery. So I felt um, very primal uh, as far as it gets in terms of gaming there. Uh, but it's, it's, it's such a fun little system. Uh, not huge numbers of games that were really good on it, but enough. They're quite fun. A lot of the good arcade ones, Crazy Taxi being a good one. And, um, what's it, uh, Phantom Menace Podracer. Oof. That was a good one, I guess. I mean, maybe the game was good. I, I That would be that would make it much better than the property it's based on. I mean, can you play, can you even play as Sebulba? Because if not... Dude, if you couldn't play a Sebulba, why would the game even exist? This is a good point. What is this, I, a demo? Just, here's the thing. I just couldn't think of the names of any of the other pod racers. Oh, well, that's better than I could do. I remembered him when you said it, but I did <laughs> not. I would not have been able to name Sebulba. Yeah, there's Anakin Skywalker, and there's Sebulba. All those other kids the, who are his pit crew. What's happening? Then there's the guy whose shit blows up right at the beginning. Yeah, you got it. He beefed it. Uh, and uh, once upon a time, I was playing some Star Wars mobile game, and I had those guys all as cards, and I did know the names of some other pod racers. Did you know the no guy, name of the guy who sounds like a nasty trash immigrant of some kind? They're going for some kind of racism. You know the guy. Any? <laughs> yeah, I know Watto's name. <laughs> Watto. He's a major character. He's the stupidest guy but in Star any? Wars. What am I going to do? Right? He's some kind of Italian or something? What is he supposed to be? This is the idiot that knows uh, what a Jedi mind trick is, but it does never <laughs> never occurs to him that a Jedi could change the role of a die. <laughs> I think he gives one side eye glance, like mm, I don't know. Any? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't make my chance cube, which is what dice are called in this universe. Is some guy the Jedi? She's like, all right, <laughs> fuck, we get it. Racism, alive and well. Uh, well, I mean, that was the movie that had uh, Jar Jar Banks and also the Nemoidians. <laughs> oh, Jedi. <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> he had one line. That <laughs> There's a bunch of them, but he, I know. As what soon he... as he said it, I just went, well, I don't think I can watch this anymore. This feels like a hate crime. I know. He said it the way the Jedi. Oh, I... That researcher in uh, Q who... No, Deja Q said Tsunami. <laughs> uh, tsunami. <laughs> I was like, ugh. I don't think this is okay anymore. <clears throat> uh, uh, Pod Racer. Yeah, Let's yeah. finish this out. Dreamcast probably had the best version of that. There's a few other driving games and uh, role-playing games on it. They're really quite good. But, um, really quite fun. I quite enjoyed that as well, especially since you know there was no way I was going to be able to afford the Dreamcast when it came out. Although, you know, as you see now, that the best time to collect 
for game system seems to have been like on its way down because the Dreamcast was going for like fifty dollars and they were practically giving the games away at one point. But oh well. Anyway, thanks very much for another week's worth of entertainment. I'm saving up as again said the uh, Star Trek episodes for the flight. Uh, so I can blitz three or four at least in one go and uh, pass the time. Anyway, see you guys. Oh, he must have got caught by security guards who were <laughs> roaming around in the halls outside. I don't know. I didn't hear uh, a blant sound and then see a exclamation point over anyone's head. <laughs> I think he's fine. Oh, by the way, still wild that his plan is to listen to four Star Trek episodes in a row. Why, why would you? I mean, what the fuck? Four <sighs> hour Star Trek episodes. I, I mean, it's a very it's a very strange idea. He may not survive the flight. Hey, just an update. I'm sweating profusely. I don't know what's hey, happening. <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe the bagpipes aren't responsible. <laughs> just coincidence? It's just yeah. a timing thing? Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> well, luckily our show has arrived at its conclusion. Yeah, so is my life, apparently. <laughs> well, if you survive, here are the episodes of Star Trek you need to watch for the next week. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> If I live through this, Only I have to if you watch survive. five Star Treks. If you die, we're done. It's cool. All right, let's. I guess that's I'll okay. do a very somber message next week, <laughs> saying that you died and the project's canceled. <laughs> the project is finally mercifully canceled, and the project of his life was mercifully I may, canceled. I may speculate for a few minutes about what I'll do with all my free time for the next five years. Dude, you're gonna knock out so many running men. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get done with running up. for sure. Yeah. Oh, what a tease that would be if I died just like twenty episodes short. <sighs> oh yeah. Uh, if you died twenty episodes short, I probably have to finish it with Ben, <laughs> which is gonna suck for him because he's gonna have to pay a lot more attention. I mean, I was talking about Running Man, but yes, if I died oh, yeah, twenty yeah, episodes of this too. short, um, no, you should still cancel it. Well, there's no twenty episodes short. All you can be is twenty episodes short of caught up until the show ends. That's true. Maybe I guess that's not so bad. The show will keep running until Jisuk Jin dies. No, I can't die before him. He's so feeble. <laughs> That's right. So good. Feel good about it. You're going to outlive him. I hope so. You just have to get... You'll be caught up with Running Man by the end of this year. I think I will. I'm on a good pace right now. Yeah. Here's what you need to watch right. if you live. Day of the Dove. Yeah, I don't know. Yesterday's... Ener- well, you do know. It's Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I know that one. Yesterday's Enterprise. Yeah, I know that one. Visionary. Is someone just starting yard work? Yeah, that's correct. They're starting <laughs> it right now in the evening. Yes, that's absolutely correct. I hate when that happens. Uh, before and after. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Carpenter Street. Baker Street? Uh, I wish. And I don't <laughs> have it queued up. But, you know. Uh, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Sorry about the head trauma. That was... That's my fault. That's my bad. I won't do it anymore. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, send us more mail. And uh, Ben, get us get us your notes. You've been yeah, doing it on time, so that's good. Because we're, we're definitely going to do another one of these fucking Star Trek episodes. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. God, but I hadn't remembered until you said that. Thanks. Fuck, this is a real microwave pancake situation, just all over again.
subscribe.